Welcome to it. Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Part of the show today, I had an opportunity to talk to uh, Dove Hyken, who is uh, the former New York City uh, Assemblyman. Already? Once again, you don't even know what I'm talking to him about. Right out the gate, baby. You just come swinging hard. You don't even know what I'm talking to him about. And stop playing the music. Seriously, mute it for just a second. Don't play it. Because during this interview, um, if we play the music, that's all you're going to hear. Because it, it it does get quite a bit political. But he's a good man, and he's a former New York State Assemblyman, and he's uh, he's part of a lawsuit that's suing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And see what I mean? That if we let the music play, you, that's all you were going to hear? Uh, and so he's suing her over the Twitter account and being blocked from her on Twitter. And we talk about the, you know, President Trump's, uh, the lawsuit that uh, says that he can't block. And, and, and we, we cover it all. And we also cover um, quite a bit of the, uh, of the um, political uppity-ups in uh, Washington now that are Democrats because he's a Democrat. Anyway, that's part of the show today is uh, an interview with Dove. And he's a fascinating, really, really good man. And uh, if you, I'll just leave it with, if you are a fan of AOC, you may not like this interview. So just listen to the other stories that we're going to do before we talk to Dove. And then, I mean, I still want you to download the show. It's just, of course. By the way, you notice how hot she is with that li- red lipstick? Dove? No, AOC. Oh. <laughs> or Dove. I don't know what he does on his spare time. But uh, that realistic on Ocasio Orquez, oof. Hot. But then she talks. Eh, it's fine. You just put more red lipstick in it. You know, there's an old saying about red lipstick. You can. The old saying. What is the old saying anyway? I can't even remember. The, <laughs> the old saying of you can. Oh, I know. You can. Uh, you can dress up a pig, but it's still a pig. Really didn't have anything to do with lipstick, come to think of it. You can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Right, you can put a lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Yeah. So I have to talk about this story that's been on my mind since last night. I cannot stop thinking about this story. Me too, dude. It, like how McDonald's is trying to get a chicken sandwich in order to be Chick-fil-A. That source <laughs> in my mind since I read it yesterday. That's not the story. No, that's not the story. There's no way in hell that is anything more important than McDonald's trying to get a chicken sandwich in order to be Chick-fil-A because Chick-fil-A is on the top three fast food chains in the United States. McDonald's, Starbucks, Chick-fil-A, and McDonald's wants to keep it. I got news for you, McDonald's. It ain't just the sick chicken sandwich, baby. Okay? It, you can go ahead and sell your chicken sandwich, and you'll sell a few million, and you'll get people to eat them when they're there, but you're not going to knock back Chick-fil-A. It's not going to happen, because it's not just about the chicken sandwich. Okay? Just letting you know. You should have called me. We could have talked. It's okay that you got the chicken sandwich, but don't market it as Hey, we've got a new spicy chicken sandwich, and you don't need to go to Chick-fil-A anymore, because then Chick-fil-A will be busier than ever. 
And that's just the way it is. And by the way, uh, I heard your little list there, McDonald's, Starbucks. Those Every year they put out that list of fast food restaurants. And every year I ask the same question. Why is Starbucks on that list? Thank you. Starbucks has never and will never be a fast food I chain. I don't understand why they're on that list. But I do know this. Because they got a drive-through and they No, that does not make it fast sell, food. Yeah, well, they you got a drive-through and they sell When I go They sell their little I have a double cheeseburger plane. <laughs> That'll be $2 first window. They sell their, $2. their little cake pops and, and then you go stuff. to the second, third window, and they're like, "Here's your sandwich." <laughs> okay, thank you. Hey, I forgot napkins. What the hell? Open the door. Yeah, no, you're gone. You're already yeah, out you're of the drive. You're sorry. Yeah. That's the way it goes. So no, swing back around. Uh, yes, no, but I'm sorry. That is not. And by the way, did you see? I know. I'm no. Uh, talk about you. Sorry, but did you see that now Uber <sighs> delivers Starbucks? So today I went to buy McDonald's because I didn't want to leave the studios because I was waiting for a phone call. And I go open my app, first pop up, Starbucks. Oh, yeah. Does that mean Starbucks has dumped a bunch Stop. of cash for them? Come on. It's the first one. We want the and first one. And the near Starbucks up. is like five miles away. The McDonald's is right across the street. Yeah, the Starbucks right next to the, um, over there by the uh, Bluefin. Is that the closest one? That's the closest one. No, yeah. the closest one. Yeah, that's probably yeah. Right. Yeah, it's Yeah, it's that way. But anyways... Doesn't the My, Kroger have one in it? I don't go to Kroger. I'm an Aldi guy. Okay. I, please don't ever tell me that again because that's ridiculous if that's actually true. I mean, I, don't stop turning your mic off. We, we're done with you. you. You're done. Okay. But I believe the Kroger has a Starbucks in it. <laughs> that's a little, and they're probably about the same distance, actually, now that I think about it. But, uh, okay, here's the story that's been on my mind since last night. All right. And now you know. A couple things from this story. Some people are already dead, will be dead. Some people will be going to jail. Some big people and some big named people will be going to jail over the story. And it's amazing that it happened. I, I mean, I'm, I'm shocked. Shocked. Okay. So the U.S. authorities in Philadelphia have seized a cargo vessel. They seized it in June, and we heard them talk about seizing the cargo vessel in June, and it said they they seized the cargo vessel, and they found a bunch of cocaine, right? And they, I forget what the original amount was that they said they found, but now they say they found uh, 20 tons of cocaine. <laughs> 20 tons of cocaine. You can't even fathom how much cocaine that is. I mean, that is, you talk about the guy getting busted at the border with three kilos. That's the guy that's supposed to get caught. Okay. This ship is the ship that makes it. These cargo vessels sit on the docks until they're needed. St. Louis is running low on cocaine. They send in the semi and off it goes. New Orleans, they just got through with the hurricane. Tropical Storm Barry just put them out. They're going to need some cocaine. Send in a semi from Philly. That's what, I mean, I cannot believe 20 tons of cocaine. Now they've also now seized the vessel. They've taken the vessel. The government said, hey, no, we're going to take the, the ship's ours too. Okay. Uh, and it, it belongs to J.P. Morgan Chase. All right. They have, a, a, they have a, a shipping company that they control. Uh, somebody 
is really in trouble. This is the kind of stuff that, I mean, that's a lot of drugs. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you heard me, but there's 20 tons of cocaine. I just, I, I can't get it out. I mean, that's so much, that's so much cocaine. I mean, that's the, I mean, I wish this was smoking cocaine. It doesn't really sound like that. This is more pot, but I mean, I'm okay with freebasing, but doesn't sound that way you gotta when you freebase you gotta have the really thin i'll tell you if you freebase and i don't i just know this from reading it in a book but you have to use really thin uh screens and you use about three of them because when you first light cocaine it doesn't uh it doesn't go up and smoke it liquefies so you have to drop it down this it drops down the screens until it turns into smoke and then you inhale it do you have any cocaine stories i'm sorry do you have any cocaine stories? Cocaine stories of you know we always when we let's say when we bring a story about Florida, you always have Florida stories. When we bring stories about you know <laughs> trying to get free money, you have stories about that. We're talking about cocaine. Do you have any stories about cocaine? I know you're asking me this because I told you one the other day, <laughs> and I wish you could say that story, Jeff Fisher. So I just know that just know that uh, it's not a. That's not my story. All right. It's a, a story that I heard about. Did you see the footage? Probably. Of the Coast Guard, speaking of cocaine, busting the sub with cocaine on it. You know how the, you know, the, the cartel uses subs yeah, in the Gulf. Yeah, yeah. There's footage, and we'll air it tomorrow morning on Pat Unleashed. All right. Um, so I won't look at it. I'll wait until tomorrow morning. Ugh. I mean, you can look at it early, but we're going to talk, you know, we'll air and talk about it tomorrow. I'll feel weird if you do that. Uh, well, then wait. That's what I said. I'm going to wait. Uh, they show the, they show them uh, hunting down these, these boats that are there to connect with the sub. Da-dun. The guy jumps on the top of the sub Da-dun. and starts opening up the hatch on the sub and Ooh, gets the dangerous. people out of the sub. Ooh. I'm I mean, sorry. No. Uh, that's uh, an easy way to... Right? I mean, he's armed, and the Coast Guard's got helicopters flying Still. over. But if I'm in that sub, I'm going down. Uh, yes. I'm going down. You're swimming. You're swimming, Mr. Coast Guard swimmer. Dive, dive, <laughs> dive, dive. Now, they probably they probably say it in sports dive in Spanish. Dive, 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 dive. So that's what you'll hear. And they probably don't know how to do that. Right? Yeah, They're probably yeah, just yeah. a guy going, just keep it low. Just keep, just it keep, low, keep, yeah. keep the hatch above water. You'll yeah, be fine. Yeah. Yeah. They just can't see. Don't that. worry about it. They will not see a big ass water going through the water. There's <laughs> not. Can we put a shark fin on this? Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But they, but they, they guess what? They spotted it. And uh, so in Spanish, you would hear dive, dive, dive. Let's go to the break room. I need a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar desperately. Okay, I'm going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein for just a second. As I'm recording the podcast, I look up and I see that Epstein's team is proposing a $77 million bail package. All right. If ever there was a flight risk... It's this guy. Do not give him bail. Um, and they just captured him when he was coming back from a trip. Right. 
They captured him at Teterboro in New Jersey. That's where all the private planes land and fly out of. And um, all the New York, Manhattan people, they go into Jersey, Teterboro. That's where the private planes go. And uh, if this, if you think that this guy isn't going to disappear for $77 million, you think the powers that be behind this guy is, aren't already, they've, got, they've already got a $100 million package ready to go for his bail. Here's your hundred million. Goodbye. I mean, a if he wants to live, he's going to go. He's going to be gone. And his assistant, if she wants to live, she needs to go too. I mean, goodbye. Never. No doubt. I mean, I I don't I don't want them to uh, to die. Clearly, I want them to I want them to face trial. And I want them to go into the dirtbag courtroom and be and face face a jury now he's uppity enough to think a jury of my peers is what it's supposed to be none of these people are my peers that's right they're not dirt bags like you but if you think that 77 million bucks is gonna keep this guy around you are sadly mistaken sadly mistaken all right so we're in the break room uh gwyneth paltrow this story has been was given to me i've been sitting here for a couple of days uh gwyneth paltrow you know where you love her uh, she uh, she claims that uh, her butt is not great. It's not. I mean, okay. She needs she, to fix she that. thinks hers isn't up to par. Exactly. She needs to fix that. And a workout session. Uh, as part of Goop's first oh. UK summit. Oh, so she's trying to sell her stupid Goop magazine. That's all she does. That's the, that's the whole deal now. Jaded eggs are in there. Oh, What's the that? Jaded eggs. The eggs. Of? Yeah, that's what hurt jaded? her. That's what, yeah. that's what hurt the butt. Oh, yeah, think about that for just a second. Put him through there. Uh, but my butt is not great at the moment. Um, I was just in Italy and I totally pigged out on pasta. Oh, is that the reason? Is that, is that, is is that, that the reason? Is? Yeah. Me too, Gwyneth. Me Jeffy, too. did you go to Italy too? Because your I butt does not look great I right now. I totally pigged you out on pasta. You sit down because your butt does not look great. I know. I know. When, and, now, this isn't me. All right. And I have not seen Gwyneth's butt outside of clothing. You haven't? No. I'll send you a link. Really? Yeah, I'll send you a link. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's photos. And maybe I have actually and I just don't remember because I'll send you <laughs> I a refresher. Would, I would not look if there was a picture oh, I of know, it. I know, but I'll send you a refresher. But a lot of people who let's say go to Italy and pig out, you end up looking like cauliflower. Really? No. The butt looks like cauliflower. Now, I'm really? not saying hers does, but cheese and, uh, and pasta, pasta yeah, sauce. That's cauliflower. I'm about to go to Italy like next spring. Like, is my butt going to look like cauliflower? In other news, uh, if you want to see someone you know is in a hotel and you go, I know they're staying in a hotel and I want to meet them. Because a lot of stars check into hotels, but they check in under aliases pseudo names, and, yeah. you know, and, uh, or pseudonames, whatever you want to call them. But they're not their, not their star names. Name. Yeah. So in, uh, in London... Uh, the boy band, uh, the Korean boy band. Oh, BTS. Was uh, staying in London and they're on tour. And uh, a fan uh, uh, wanted to see them. So, uh, By the way, they have some weird fans too. They're like crazy about the BTS boys. And this is a BTS. This is NCT 127. Oh, I don't know them. Hmm. Wow, are you? 
BTS is the only people. I'm a BTS right? army right here. Right, I know. Yeah. But this, I thought it was too, but now as I'm reading, it's the NCT 127. Uh, it's, it's a knockoff. It's a knockoff. Right? Movie. I mean, they're on a world so tour. They, so they deserve whatever they're coming because I feel like they, she did something wrong to them. Yeah, but they felt in holding a red hot concert. <laughs> okay. I mean, the Korean boy band thing is just, a, that's the that's their selling point yeah, now. But yeah. BTS is the one. Yes. Right, the one. Yeah, BTS army. Who? So. So NCT One Two Seven was staying in London. And by the way, what is with these bands like that? Can we give them real names? BTS, NCT Seven Five Six Seven. Like, what? What is all this? Well, I don't know about NCT Seven Five Six Seven. That's a that's a new one. They're not on tour yet, but this group is One Two Seven. Anyway, the uh, the people wanted to see them, so they pulled the fire alarm. Oh, come on, man! That's smart thinking. There, smart thinking. Thinking they had to come out. So if I think one of someone i want to see is at a hotel i just pull the fire alarm that's all you gotta do everybody has to evacuate everyone was panicking including us my son the nct and their staff their staff shut up you don't have a staff nct 127 does i don't know about nct 7257 but yeah. nct it's my new airplane line <laughs> so the other day i did a story about uh the scientists who are attempting to open a portal to a parallel universe i did this Come on, on pat unleashed I don't think I did it on this show. You did not. Uh, I love the story. It's it's fascinating. You're welcome. So the, um, we, you know, I appreciate you doing your job. So appreciate it. That's I mean that's what the that's what the network I, pays I, you I, for. I just want the audience to know that I you give you good stories. Thanks for listening. Oh no no no! Come on come on come on! Oh, the show's over. We got an interview to do. You're not going to do it? Can you please do it? I forgot. Come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I want to apologize to you, to the audience. I've embarrassed him. I embarrassed myself. So I want to apologize. So scientists are attempting to open a portal to a parallel universe. And uh, if you go back and listen to uh, Chewing the Fat on uh, Pat Unleashed, I go into exactly why um, that this is happening. Uh and one of the reasons that it's happening is because um, the two separate experiments saw that neutrons broke down at different differing rates. Now, I'm not trying to talk down to you. I know most of you already know this, but some of you don't. So I just want you to know that. Okay. And so it was such a surprise that they broke down at different rates. And in, in fact, one of them took nine seconds longer <laughs> to break down. And so the scientists were like, yo what is that something is happening so they uh, believe that this uh it could be the existence of a mirror world uh and so they're going to try to make it happen you know especially with the two separate neuron lifetimes <laughs> neutron lifetimes i mean it's amazing now they expect it to be zero right but another thing that this existence of a mirror world could also explain is our universes and again Again, I'm not talking down to you. I'm just talking to the people that don't know this. Okay, uh, would explain the universe's lack of isotope lithium seven. I know. I know. You've said to yourself for years. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> of course. So they're trying. They're telling us that there could be a mirror world. Haven't you ever seen the show Fringe on TV? 
Hello, Come the Fox Show Friends. Great show. Great show. They had the Mirror Universe. Absolutely. Remember, the Mirror Universe had the, still had the giant balloons it flying did. over it. Yep. All right. So anyway, and they had the bald guy. It was, was, was kind of like a goldish color. Yeah, it was a little, just a yeah, little off. A little, yeah, it's a little off. So then I get a tweet, and if Twitter weren't down, I would tell you the exact verbiage of the tweet, but I will tell you the exact information from the tweet, that many people... And a guy that I've wanted to talk to on this show, who Mr. I'm the greatest producer, gets the greatest stories ever, Never supposed to that. get the guests on the show, hasn't that. gotten, is the, my Bigfoot guy. They say they're going to come. Okay. Have they been on the show? Uh, they they have say a, they're going to come. I, can, they say, I, I cannot they force them. I oh, cannot force okay, them. Okay, well, there you go. They said they were going to come. I can't force them. They said they have a full production schedule. Do you want me to stop their production schedule to come to the show? Yes. Okay, I'll do that. Many believe that we already have the mirrored universe open, Ooh. and that's where Bigfoot comes from. Don't look at me like that. Don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Is that Dove hiking on the line? Uh, you're going to be angry in a second, though. <laughs> okay. Are you, are you ready for me to make you angry? You go right ahead. Okay. Joining me on Chewing the Fat today is uh, Dove Hyken. Uh, Dove is uh, the uh, New York assemblyman who is uh, suing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez over this whole Twitter blocking campaign that uh, the courts have told Donald Trump he can't block people, which I, I kind of agree with. And uh, But however, uh, Alexandria is uh, busy blocking people. And uh, Dove is a very unhappy man about that. However, I just went to your Twitter feed, Dove, and uh, sure. it keeps telling me something went wrong. Try again. So I don't know if you have been knocked off of Twitter. I don't know if Twitter is has done something to you, but it, your your account will not come up. Well, I, well, thank you for mentioning that. It's the first time I hear this. And obviously, uh, we'll take a look at it as soon as I get that opportunity which will be after this interview. I mean, I'm willing to let you get. I'm willing to take have a take a look at it right now on the air. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 that's fine. I, I you know, I can, uh, I can, uh, I can live without being on Twitter for five minutes or okay. An hour. It's <laughs> at, uh, by the way, the Twitter account is at Hikend Dove. Uh, H-I-K-I-N-D-D-O-V, uh, a verified account, but for some reason it doesn't come up. So I just, I'm just pushing your buttons, okay? So I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no, 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 no. Thank no, you no, very much. Fine. I, yeah. Oh, please, it's my pleasure. So you also are, uh, are you the founder or at least the head of Americans Against Anti-Semitism? Well, I, I am the founder. Okay, and, uh, fantastic. You know, in light of everything that's going on oh my gosh. these days, unprecedented never i have never seen anything like it you know anti-semitism racism it's something that's part of uh, you know society and something that you'll always have there to one extent or another but the numbers speak for themselves what's going on in the country in new york in particular of all places it's sort of out of control and uh a lot of people are very, very concerned. You know, it's uh, yeah, they should in be. my in, yeah in my lifetime. I mean, thirty six years in the New York State Assembly. Uh, prior to that, being very active, uh, I, I have never seen anything like this. And when when you have people that uh, I come into contact constantly who truly are afraid in terms of what's happened in the past. Is this a sign? Does this mean something is going wrong? Now, 
I like to reassure people and say, no, that's not the case. But people are concerned. You know, when you have attacks on Jews, just because they are Jews, you know, I'm sure you've seen some of the video of, you know, uh, some young person just belting uh, someone who is Hasidic, someone who is clearly Jewish, yeah. just belting them for no reason. Just, I don't know, some kind of deep hatred, young people indulging in this kind of behavior. Something is definitely, definitely wrong. Well, you know, I mean, what a, concerning. No question. And look, while we could, before we get into the, you know, the the the, the main reason that I had you on with your lawsuit against uh, Cortez and uh, blocking people on Twitter, um, I, I, you know, let's talk a little bit. We can even bring Cortez into this conversation as well with her uh, misrepresenting, uh, you know, detention centers as uh, <laughs> as uh, you know the Holocaust. Uh, concentration, concentration camps, camps. right? Never again. Just, yeah. It is yeah. stunning, stunning the stupidity. You know, it's more stunning even than that. Even you know her horrible, insensitive, uh, cruel remarks that she made. By the way, uneducated, uneducated. I I guarantee you. You know, I keep on saying this. I want a reporter to ask her a question. What, what's the last book you read on the Holocaust? I guarantee the, you, I guarantee you she has never read a yeah, book on the Holocaust. That, I guarantee it. That number is zero. There's no freaking clue. So what's worse than people like AOC and some of the other winners yeah, in the Congress there's, there's a whole group of them. Yes. What's worse than those people who indulge in anti-Semitism, hate, hate for America. You know, they're members of Congress, for God's sake. Right. You know, they, they swore they swore an oath to the Constitution of the United States of America. Exactly. And they're busy undermining this country at every single opportunity, every single opportunity. What's worse than these individuals is the silence and the lack of reaction by good, decent people who are not being so good and decent by not speaking out. Right. Well, you know, I mean, Democrats. that's that's something that's I'm been... I'm talking about Democrats in particular. That's been said all along, though, right? I mean, uh, uh, we've been told for years, uh, you know, not speaking is speaking. I mean, that's just the way it is. That's Oh, absolutely. Uh, there's a concept in Judaism, you know, when you're silent, it is literally uh, acquiescing and agreeing to what is being said. Yeah. And and that's the point. That's what's scary. When you have the Nadlers of the world who all he does, he, I mean, the man lives 24 hours a day just directed towards the president of the United States to undermine the president. Uh, it's you know, amazing. He represents one of, the, one of the largest Jewish constituencies. Silent. By the way, <laughs> I mean, this is sad. You know, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, but when AOC made those remarks about concentration camps and never and used the word never again. Uh, it was incredibly Jerry Nadler, my congressman in Brooklyn, uh, who defended that in the most vile way. I mean, it was strange. I got to tell you, it was, but it was politics. And when we play politics with hate, with anti-Semitism, that's when we're in trouble. When we don't do the right thing, Chuck Amen. Schumer, Schumer, Schumer. I mean, one of the most powerful members of the Congress. I don't know if you're aware of this, but uh, Schumer, for the past 25 years, every synagogue, every Jewish group that he visits, and I've heard this at least 100 times, he tells the crowd, same line, same story, you know, doesn't change uh, the routine. He says, you know what my name Schumer means? He, He asks the crowd. 
And then he begins to explain the word Shomer means in Hebrew, Shomer. The word Shomer means watcher. And he goes on to tell the people for the past 25 years, I am the Shomer, the watcher of the Jewish people. Are you? Now, can you find him anywhere? <laughs> Are you? Can you find him anywhere? Can you, you know, every Sunday for the past 20 years, the man holds a press conference in New York. Every Sunday. By Monday, you don't even know what the press conference was on Sunday, what the subject was. But it's every week, 52 <laughs> weeks a year, the guy has a press conference that no one ever follows. Hey, does anything happen from that press conference? I'm waiting for him to have a press conference on the issues of the day about the hate, the anti-Semitism, the racism, what's going on. I'm, I'm waiting for him to react to Omar, to Tlaib, to, to AOC. Not a sound, not, not a, a word. word. Not a word. I know. It's almost, they, they almost, it appears that they're running scared a little bit. Look, they let him in. Look, I know. Look, I know you're a Democrat, and I'm not. And I'm not. You know, I, I try to. We've gotten really political, and I'm good with it, 100. percent Normally, I try to shy away from politics here on this podcast, just because I, I'm still right. tired of talking about it every day. And so, uh, this podcast at least gives me a little reprieve from that. But uh, right. it's it's amazing to me that you know they let these these left reaching. Democrats, these crazy people into the into the party because they wanted the votes and they wanted the power. And now that they're losing it, that's what you get. Yeah. Isn't it pretty remarkable? I mean, I mean, you got to sit by and smile and laugh, you know, (laughs) that that AOC, I mean, literally calls the speaker Pelosi a racist right I mean, I mean don't you love you're it kidding me i mean i i mean so they call that they call you know when they disagree with trump he's a racist but now nancy pelosi yeah. who is pretty much to the left i mean san francisco for god's sake right now she's the bad one she's the racist and you know what she deserves all uh, she, the pain she suffers. Darn right she does. I have a, a real hard time feeling sorry for her. I get it. And you couldn't you could you would never believe that Nancy Pelosi was going to be to the right of her party. But you know but that exactly. you know, she's she's become she's become the moderate. Yeah. But but she's at fault. You know, when You're Omar damn right she indulged, is. Yeah. When Omar indulged in vile anti Semitism, I mean talking about the Benjamins, talking about due loyalty. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that Goebbels in Nazi Germany was very good at. And when she indulged in that conversation, and Nancy Pelosi said, as the speaker, as the speaker said, tomorrow, I'll never forget those words, tomorrow we are going to pass a resolution condemning Omar. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember that? I do. How'd that resolution turn out, by the way? and it, it turned out to be a farce, a oh, joke. Hmm, that's interesting. Counterproductive. You know, the whole nine yards, because it never happened. That's right. It got watered down. If Nancy Pelosi had stood her ground then, if she had done the right thing then, she wouldn't be suffering right now. I and can I tell you something? I hope she continues to suffer. <laughs> I know. I know. And listen, <laughs> your your boy your boy Nadler and all of them, I mean, they, they continue to uh uh, I don't know. Seriously, and maybe and maybe you know better than I, and I, I, I kind of know the answer, really. It's just kind of a, a, a question about, you know, the overall picture of it. But these people who are supposed to be representing their districts are not representing their districts. 
I mean, they've done nothing but yeah. try to bring down the government of the United States their entire term. How are they possibly going to be reelected? Well, some of these districts, take, take Nadler, who interestingly has an opponent. Uh, uh, so happens a very attractive, young, uh, articulate woman. Well, I mean, who's it, to the left? Nadler is such a good looking so, man, Dove. So, I mean, yeah, he's, he's, go- he's, he's, go- he's gorgeous, I know. <laughs> but, uh, he, but she's to the left of him. She's to the left right. of him. Right. Oh, that's amazing. And, 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 you, and you know what? We just send a message to Nadler today. Don't come looking for votes in Brooklyn. Don't come looking for votes in the more conservative areas of your district because he's going to be in for a tough fight. You know, Nadler, who's trying to do everything right but wrong, right? I mean, every single issue he is off in left field, progressive plus, plus, plus. Isn't it amazing, I mean, God's justice, that he has a race? I mean, that is incredible. You know, if some of these people would start doing the right thing, not look, you know, put your finger up and see how the wind is blowing. Should I speak out? Should I stand up for what's right? Uh, of course. You know, or is it politically I, I need to, you know, continue doing what I'm doing, being a progressive? You know, do what you think is right, for God's sake. Okay. And, and unfortunately, people like Nadler, forget it. I mean, I can't wait for that race to happen. Because he's going to be coming to our community, some of my communities. By the way, I just want to point out, even as a Democrat, I've endorsed many Republicans in my life, probably more than anyone in the state of New York. And I got to tell you that uh, Donald Trump did only about 78 percent or 75 percent in my district in the last election uh, when he ran for president. And it is a Democratic district. So let me ask you a question. Uh, the first thing that pops into my mind, Dove, is uh why are you a Democrat? So, look, I grew up, my family, like a lot of other Democrats, you know, grew up, my parents were Democrats. My parents came to this country from the Holocaust. Uh, you know, I pointed out to AOC when she talked about concentration camps. I wanted to give her a little bit of a lesson of what a concentration camp is. I don't is. think you were alone <laughs> on that. <laughs> okay. But my mother, went to, my mother went to Auschwitz in 1944 with her family, rounded oh, up. From a place in Czechoslovakia, went, you know, got on the cattle cars. Where by the time he got to Auschwitz, many people on that cattle car were dead. We're already dead. Even yeah. exactly, precisely. My mother went with her mother, nephews, nieces, sisters. Most of them, the day they arrived in Auschwitz, went straight to the gas chambers. Straight to the gas chambers. That's a concentration camp. Thank you. People were worked to death. That's a concentration camp. People were experimented on by the likes of Mengele and other German doctors. That's a concentration camp. And by the way, they were brought there against their will. That's a concentration camp. Uh, Oh, my God. Against their will. I mean, to talk about concentration camp and about never again. And and what does she do? She does this, makes this horrible, these horrible statements. The Wiesenthal Center, the, the Holocaust uh, uh, Museum in Washington, the people there, all over the country, people say, this is wrong. This is not right. What does she do? Instead of being sensitive, instead of having brains, for God's sake, you know, she doubles down. Yeah. You know, that's what she's done the last couple so of weeks. It's she worked for her. Down. Yeah, it's, 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 she believes it works for her. Well, let me tell you, the, you know, this challenge even with uh, Twitter 
is something, uh, you know, I, you know, I'm sure you've watched the media coverage from the Washington Post, yeah. to the New York Times. You see, you know, she's on the defensive on this and it may be the first time she's on the defensive she, yeah. she, since she got elected. You know, so look to me, it's, you know, I know who she is and what she's all about. This is a woman who believes that she is an expert on every subject mm-hmm. and that facts don't matter. Well, she, she does not want to be confused with facts. She's been treated that way, though. See, I mean, she's been treated that way almost probably her entire life. But I mean, she's been treated that way for sure the last the last couple of years uh, as, uh, you know, OK, she's the expert and just say what you want to say. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah. It, and it's and fascinating. expert on what? Expert on what? I'm what? I don't know. Working in a bar, working in a bar, mixing a drink. I, I agree. No, does she not? I mean, she actually now technically she has a degree, right, from Boston University, right? Okay. So I mean, but that doesn't make her an expert on anything. No, it does not. She's, you know, it takes twenty nine. She's twenty nine years old, and I, I'm a little older than her, <laughs> many years older. And the one thing, the one thing that I've learned in my life, and continue to learn every single day is how much I don't know Boy, no kidding. and how much I know. And the more I read, and I read constantly, constantly. I read a book every three days. I'm not kidding. Don't talk I mean, down to me. Don't, 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 way. don't talk down to me I'm, with your reading the book every couple of days. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But, but, but let me tell you what my point is. My point is I'm still learning. Right. I'll be the first one to admit to you that, yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm a smart guy. But, boy, is there a lot more to learn. But she behaves as if on every single issue. Think about it. Go to every single issue. She's the expert. Her removing me from, uh, you know, blocking me on Twitter. I mean, what was that all about? I mean, it isn't like I'm going to lose any sleep, you know, uh, you know, her blocking me. But why is she afraid of me? Right. Why, why would she waste her? She's got millions of followers who supposedly love her. <laughs> so you have dope hiking. And, you know, I have never crossed the line in terms of anything I've said on Twitter, but I take her to task. I deal with the facts, which definitely bothers her. Why would she take the time, this great heroine to so many, why would she take the time to block me? It's, for it's, God's sake, what is she afraid of? Well, and that, that's interesting because that's the same kind of argument I would have uh, for Donald Trump as well. Just uh, who, what does it matter? Mr. President Trump, just, well, just stop. Well, I, look, I agree with you. I agree. Look, it's not always pleasant. People on Twitter can be. Of course be, they are. Thing to, you know, it's one thing to have arguments uh, on issues. Sometimes people, oh, my God, I, I don't have to tell you. No, people I, can be so hateful, so vile, so disgusting. So you want to you sort of lock them out. But when you're a government official, and now the courts have clearly ruled. I mean, this is. And that's, uh, I, I, uh, I, I agree with that ruling. Yeah, so I mean, look, look, if you're going to be an elected official, now there's no issue. And by the way, what I love about this, and I I look forward to if we ever get to court, is that this is going to apply to every single elected official. Thank you. I love it. I I do too. So what is your what is your ultimate uh, desire with suing AOC and being blocked from her Twitter account? What's the ultimate uh, outcome? Well, I think I think the ultimate is to be 
to be unblocked and also the message that we are sending, the opportunity to say all the things that I've been saying, the national and international coverage that we've gotten on the issue, on the points about AOC. Uh, uh, you know, I want to be part of the debate. I want to be part of the discussion. Uh, and, and AOC and no elected officials should be afraid of that. Uh, so my goal is to be unblocked and to enjoy every single moment until that happens. <laughs> and by the way, uh, just as a side note, uh, because uh, she unblocks you uh, or Donald Trump unblocks you, um, doesn't mean they have to read what you say. It Precisely. just is, it amazes me that because yeah, yeah, yeah. because they have they don't have you blocked, they feel like they have to read what you say. No, guess what? Yeah, you, yeah, you don't. Yeah. You're, you, you are you are so right. But you know, logic is not always the determining factor in a lot of these things. There's a knee jerk reaction. You know, we don't like uh, Dove Hikens. We don't like this one or that one. But just let's just uh, block him. Yeah, it's fine. silly. It's stupid. It's counterproductive. And let me tell you. I guarantee you AOC tonight regrets the move she made in blocking me. Well, I, I hope that's true. I don't know that it is. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, this doesn't benefit her in any single fashion. And I'm enjoying every single moment. And she's not happy with that. <laughs> as long as she, if, if she's not happy with it, I'm enjoying it right along with you. Uh, you got it. You got it. Exactly. <laughs> Dove Hyken uh, joined us here on Chewing the Fat and uh, talked a little bit about... Uh, a little bit about uh, the overall coverage of uh, anti-Semitism in our United States government and the uh, Twitter blocking of uh, President Trump and uh, AOC. And uh, he is the founder of Americans Against Anti-Semitism and uh, former New York City Assemblyman. Dove, thank you very much for joining thank me. Thank you I for having me. It's very an absolute much. pleasure. You're, you're a good man. Keep up the strong fight. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Remember to subscribe. Remember to download the podcast. Remember to share the podcast. It's available wherever you get podcasts. I know, you know, the joke is it's available wherever free podcasts are sold. Because but everybody's using it. It's, it lost its effect. I don't think everybody's using it. I mean, everybody's using it. Because they, they, I started it. Even someone on Twitter was saying, hey, if you don't say this. What? I'm canceling wherever podcasts are being sold, something like that. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Okay, just know that you, you, you know. As a faithful listener to Chewing the Fat, Boop. this was the place that started that. And people emailed us yesterday, so thank you. We, we see it. Thank you very much. We do see it. And you can email us at chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Um, we did have uh, some questions about the time to call also, as long as we're on this. Um, 888-900-3393. And you can call between the hours of 1 and 3 Central. One and three central, okay? Which would be two and four eastern. Pacific? If you call between, that would be noon and two Pacific, right? No, that's mountain. Then it would be 11 to one Pacific. Oof. Just look at the clock. That's freaking call. It's 888-900-3393. If somebody picks up the phone, say hello. All right. But make sure that you subscribe and download Chewing the Fat. See you next time.